When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. KVJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ Show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious Beast. So don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. So get ready. Here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ Show. All righty. Here we go. And welcome to the KVJ Show. Happy Monday. Yeah, Monday. How do I start off a Monday, right? Nice and dreary and rainy. and <laughs> Soggy. Yeah. I got a wet shoe. Yeah. <laughs> I stepped in the biggest puddle when I got out of my car. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. One wet shoe is no way to start your day. Yeah. Hey, semi almost ran me off the wet road. Ooh. Yeah. Good thing I'm a good driver. Okay. <laughs> Said never. <laughs> the worst. That's it. So we're going to power through it here today. It is a Monday kind of day, though. We're uh, going to warm it up here. You can dial us up, too. KBJ TV is on. Just go to YouTube and look for the KBJ Show. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What you got in your mind today, Jay Bird? Well, we got the big snack pack show coming up this Saturday, 4 p.m. Bring the kids, bring the family, and bring your appetite. I was doing a survey over the weekend of some of the stuff I got. I got a lot of free snacks to give out to the people. <laughs> oh, you do? Okay. Baby, these are fresh snacks. Okay. So bring the appetite. We know you throw out them cellophane cake. There is a lot. Yeah, I know. And what's funny <laughs> is Saturday is Earth Day. And we do a song called uh, Blood is on Your Hand. It, it's basically an environmental song yeah. about littering. Uh-huh. And we're, we're, we're going through rehearsal over the weekend. And we're going, well, it's Earth Day. And we're throwing out all this plastic. And <laughs> there might be a good chance of littering. I don't know if it's thought this through. Everybody be cool. Throw your, your, your packages away. There'll be plenty of trash receptacles at the Crawfish Festival. That is one thing that we got a lot of. Trash cans. I was a little embarrassed though because somebody was asking me the inner workings of the Crawfish Festival and they go, how does Virginia get all that crawfish there? Does, does she know vendors or what's going on with all that? So they drive it from Louisiana in a refrigerated truck. My crawfish guy, Louisiana John, his family member drives it in a refrigerated truck because remember the first year we did the Crawfish Fest? They had it flying in on Southwest Airlines. Oh, yeah. And the flight was delayed. 
So the crawfish didn't show up. You can't have no crawfish at a crawfish festival. We Ooh. learned year one, we learned you cannot trust the airlines. You got to fly it yourself. I mean, drive it yourself from Louisiana in a refrigerated truck. Was that the year where you were having a meltdown? And yep. Big, there really wasn't yep. any crawfish. <laughs> yep, that was it. The crawfish were flying in <laughs> to Fort Lauderdale Airport. Their flight landed at noon. The Crawfish Festival opened at 11. So the first hour of the Crawfish Festival, I had driven all over South Florida and got about 100 pounds of crawfish from like 15 local vendors. Just to kind of... Just to kind of get us through the first hour. That is so much anxiety. The day of a festival you've been promoting for a month. Dude, I was freaking out behind the scenes. Well, that was was the knock on that one pizza festival. They did a pizza festival Mm. down south and the, the... the critique was there wasn't enough pizza. Yeah. So you almost have to over order what you, you think you need. You do. You have to plan for 20% more than what you think you will need. People are asking how much this is to get in. Five bucks. Five bucks. Okay. Five bucks. Uh, we're benefiting Little Smiles and Maddie's Fight Foundation, which are two amazing local charities that work with families that have sick kids. Man, we've been rehearsing. There's parts where there's, you know, uh, not bad language, but a little little crass where, you know. If it's PG-13. If you saw a seven-year-old in front of you as you say it, you kind of go, oh, I yeah. said that. <laughs> so you got to learn how to edit yourself out. And boy, it's, it's been hard getting the boys on track with that one. <laughs> Trying try, try to wrangle those guys into edit themselves. It's the snack pack. I hear you. So it's just, like wrangling feral cats. Be warned, there may be an A-bomb that slips out every now and then, but we're, we're really trying our best to keep it very PG. <laughs> <laughs> what you got on your mind today, Virginia? Well, on top of all the fun stuff with crawfish going on this weekend, on Thursday, I'm going to be out at Josco Garden, which is right there in Tequesta. It is the bachelor auction that I do every year to help my friend Valerie. You know, she raises money. She raises over $200,000 in this event. Like, she does huge with these bachelors and these prize packages. So, This Thursday, come see us at Josco Garden right there in Tequesta. You can bid on all these bachelors. Tyler Cameron, for the first time ever, is going to be putting himself up for auction at Valerie's Bachelor Auction this Thursday. And all the money raised goes to help fight these blood cancers, which took the life of her dad. So she does it in honor Mm. of her sweet daddy. And uh, that's this Thursday, Josco Garden in Tequesta. Very nice. Uh, let me see. Good weekend for the Miami Heat. They uh, won a playing game on Friday against the Bulls, and then they were playing the number one seed, not really giving much of a chance. And they whooped up on the Milwaukee Bucks, one thirty to one seventeen yesterday. In fact, the best player for the Milwaukee Bucks went uh, out of the game with an injury. I don't know what his status is going to be, but if the Heat were ever going to win, it probably would take uh, the Milwaukee Bucks' best player going out for them to do it. So that was a good uh, start for them. And I also watched that Florida man that was on Netflix. And uh, we thought maybe it was going to be a documentary of all the crazy Florida man stories that you wind up seeing and hearing on our whacked out news. It wasn't. So it wasn't what I expected it was going to be, but it wasn't bad, actually. It was a whole thing about this guy that comes to Florida. He's from Florida, and he's taking care of a mobster's girlfriend. And there's the Spanish gold title. Remember I was telling you about that 
that fleet that sunk in 1715 last yes, week? Yes, yes. That's what the whole thing's tied around, is huh. that gold from that. So it's not about Florida, man. It's about gold hunting. Yeah, in a sense it is. It's kind of at the center of it is they have, uh, somebody has the gold from that uh, Spanish fleet, and that's what they're going after. Gotcha. So it's, it's got that kind of mix in it. And do you remember um, the... One document, well, not a documentary, but it was the one special that Netflix had done on Gianni Versace. Yes. The guy that uh, played Versace in that is the head dude in this Florida man. Okay. You ever had that where you're watching a show and you're like going, why does that guy look so familiar? And I had to look it up because it's yeah. been probably a good five years since that Versace special. It's cool to do that sometimes with old movies because you'll see stars before they were stars. You go, I didn't know Matt Damon was in this. Yeah. I, I just found out Matt Damon and Ben Affleck was in Field of Dreams as extras in the Boston the Boston Red Sox game. I never oh, knew no way. that. Yeah, their part was cut, but they were technically in it. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of cool. Well, you see that a lot with Netflix, especially. Where you'll see an actor and be like, where do I know them from? Because they'll wind up, they do one Netflix project, they seem to do a few. In fact, there was like a guy from Ozark that was in this, and I was like, wait, I know that guy. So, yeah, so it, it wasn't bad. I mean, I wouldn't say that Florida Man is amazing, but if you're looking for something mindless to kill a Sunday afternoon, it gets the job done. I find if I'm going into Netflix, i got to have laser-like focus. I have to know what I'm looking for. Because if you just go to Netflix and scroll, baby, there's a lot of crap on Netflix. I'm not trying to be negative. Yeah, no. There's a lot you got to sift through. I've, I've still got that My List, and it has maybe 40 titles in it. And I kind of go through every now and then. I'm like, that's been in there for about three years. What does that mean, My List? It, 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 picks, it, for your, it picks it for you? What the My List is, is if you see something like when somebody uh, recommends a show and they say, oh, you got to watch this. I'll go into Netflix right away. And you click the little plus thing and it puts you into My List so that it starts to narrow the search. What you're talking about going on to Netflix, like that's impossible just to start looking and finding anything. So the thing to make it easier is to put up your own list and those would be shows that interest you and even going through that you look at a ton of shows that they're like eh i watched about four different movies where i got into about 12 minutes and i'm like eh. <laughs> yeah you keep switching yeah, let me try this one eh, I like this one. right <laughs> yeah that's why it, it is so tough there's so much stuff out there to watch and the more stuff they create the more garbage there is so uh, speaking of which, Nicolas Cage came out with a new movie this weekend, The Tank. So, you know. I saw that. Yeah. He does so many movies. The Tank. What is, that guy works hard, though. He does work hard. That but tanky. you think he could work less hard and maybe just put all the energy into one good project? Well, I saw an interview he did, and they asked him, Hey, Nicolas Cage, tell us your top five movies that you've ever been a part of. All five of them are movies I've never heard of. Really? So you go, okay. does he like doing crappy movies, or... Does he just have no idea what makes a good movie? Does he have to pay off them dinosaur bones still? Yeah. He does buy weird stuff. But does he still buy weird stuff? I don't think you ever change. Look at you. If you love weird stuff, you're going to buy weird stuff. I'm just wondering, couldn't he like put all that focus and do just one really good movie? Instead of ten that are kind of awful? But I think he thinks they're good. Okay. That's just it. It's kind of like the Corey Feldman of movies. Man. See, Corey Feldman as an actor, I think, is good. Corey Feldman as a musician, what the heck is going on here? Okay. (laughs) So there you go. Something to check out. Put on your mind list so you never watch Florida Man. Uh, Coming up here in just a couple minutes, uh, Jaybird had a very interesting weekend. I saw the uh, video there. You went out to the Russ Market in your hometown of Lake Park. 
Oh, yeah. Got to uh, check that out. It was great, but it got weird, as it tends to time from time to time. It's a little weird. <laughs> so which one of these things did not happen to Jaybird over the weekend? Did a neighbor complain about the Snack Pack's rehearsal for being too loud? Did uh, Jaybird get kicked out of a local restaurant because a Snack Pack member fell into a table? Oh, boy. Uh, did Jaybird pass out for about seven seconds due to heat exhaustion? It was hot this weekend. Did he fall in front of a hot woman while playing tennis? And did he have to tell a drunk guy to stop touching Denny's and then the drunk guy turned on Jaybird? Wow. It's a lot. All of them possible. Who touched our Denny's? Well, <laughs> if that's real, maybe it's not. Okay. Mm. Which one do you think did not happen, Virginia? I'm going to say getting kicked out of the local restaurant. I'll throw that out. Yeah, either that one or the tennis one. Okay. All right. You don't think I fell in tennis? That's unbelievable, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping you didn't fall in tennis or in a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Okay. So what did not happen to Bird over the weekend? We'll find out next. The KVJ Show on 97.9 WRMF. All right, so what actually did not happen to Jaybird over the weekend? Here's your options. Did a neighbor complain about the Snack Pack's rehearsal being too loud? It's never too loud. People are always trying to keep the Snack Pack down. If it's too loud, you're too old. <laughs> did uh, the Snack Pack get kicked out of the local restaurant because one of the members fell into a table? That restaurant would be lucky to have the Snack Pack there. How dare they? They better right. not be kicking the Snack Pack out. I don't know. You might want to You might want to reconsider. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did Jaybird pass out for about seven seconds due to heat exhaustion over the weekend? Definitely. Did he fall in front of a hot woman while playing tennis? Uh, I hope not. And did he have to tell a drunk guy to stop touching Denny's and then the drunk guy turned on Jaybird? Okay, I could see a lot of that stuff happening. The thing that I'm thinking is falling into the table at the restaurant. Be my guess. Virginia thought maybe Jaybird falling in front of the hot woman while playing tennis. I don't want that to happen for him. Nobody does, Virginia. Mm -hmm. Not even the hot woman. <laughs> so which of these things did not happen to you over the weekend, Jaybird? One of you is right. Okay. And that would be the Kevin Ralston. Oh, oh. you didn't fall in a restaurant. Nobody fell in a restaurant. Good. No one fell into a table. We good. kept it together. Okay, that's good. Publicly, we kept it together. <laughs> Publicly, you kept it together. Privately, we fall apart. Uh -huh. Yes. Okay, well, that's, uh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, a neighbor complained about it being too loud because we did a full-on rehearsal with microphones, so it was a little bit louder, but it was still in the 5 o'clock P hour, okay. and I was thinking, it's the weekend, and it's five o'clock is that really th i mean we weren't that loud y'all which neighbor i don't want to i don't want to get into logistics <laughs> and all that but <laughs> you're not like me you don't want to uh point out which neighbors you hate and to be honest i it, it's, it's neither one of my next door neighbors it's n neither one of them it's a neighbor i've never even met before so you don't know if they you never know people are just weird people love complaining when things get a little loud kevin i think there's just yeah there's just sounds during the day that's that's just the way life is i do have some old people that live in my neighbor a lot of cats and i have a few old people sorry for rocking it's the way it is dog we, we reshaping hip-hop music over here <laughs> <laughs> it ain't easy you have a little noise when you're doing that 
Uh, let me see other things that uh, went down for you. You uh, passed out for about seven seconds due to heat exhaustion. I, I can't it was be, hot this weekend. I, yeah, I can't yeah. be certain that was seven seconds, but I overextended myself. I was mm. very dehydrated during a workout. Okay. And I got dizzy and I got woozy and I, I, I passed out. Oh, and I my. Got, and I woke up relatively quick. Yeah. It felt like seven seconds, but mm. I have no idea. Yeah. Dangerous. Be That's careful. That's so scary. You gotta stay hydrated. My my number one thing was I was running too long without taking a break for water. Yeah. You gotta be careful about that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you so do. So you woke up or somebody found you? I woke up. I came too. Oh my. Yeah. I and I don't know if I was in a deep passed out. All I know is I was dizzy. I had vertigo, and for about it felt like for a, a freak second. I was under, and I saw darkness, and then I came to. You're on the ground, or yeah, you're still standing. I was on the ground. Were oh, your oh, pants oh. on? Uh, my pants were missing. Okay. That'll <laughs> <laughs> happen too. And then you fell in front of a hot woman playing tennis. Oh, bird! With my dad too. Me and my dad were laughing though. Oh. Yeah, I was going too hard. She was hot. She's playing. You know the the kind of the courts that have courts right next to each yeah. other. Mm-hmm. Your balls will go into each other's courts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It was those kind of courts. Okay. And I was just going full gorilla, and I fell right in front of her, and it was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, she was hot, too. No, you used to look like an athlete. You're going all out. That's what that is. Yeah, but it, was, it wasn't during something cool and athletic. Oh, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was a moment. You fell at a time where you shouldn't be falling? <laughs> I was stretching. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to go get a ball. <laughs> and then you had to tell a drunk guy to stop touching Denny's, and then the guy turned on you? Yeah, so the rust market... We go to, they got you know they got beer there. You're able, oh, to, yeah. you're able to get a little tipsy, and every now and then, some someone will, will come around and be loud, drunk. You know when someone's so drunk they got a really red face. Yeah, yeah. they've been drinking so much. Well, they kept following me and Denny's around, which was all right. What time of day is this? This is about one p. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So they they got after it. Oh yeah. Well, it starts at nine, so okay. you can you can drink for quite maybe twelve, maybe noon. Nothing Noonish. better than a breakfast beer. Well, he did this thing where he comes up behind Denny's and shakes Denny's really quick. It's red flag number one. Oh. We all know this guy. He's shaking Denny's from behind. Shaking him. Yeah. You, this, okay. This dude, when, when you get behind somebody, he's like. Hey, what's going on, guys? Scares poor Denny's. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So he's, he keeps touching me a lot, putting yeah. his hand on my shoulder. He's I got, a touch drunk. He is. And then yeah. he starts doing this thing with Denny's face. They try to grab his face. And I go, hey, dude, stop touching everybody. Please leave our sweet Denny's alone. Yeah. And he pauses. And this guy was hammered. He looks at Denny's. He looks at me. And he goes, well, F you, Jay Bird. <laughs> and then walks away. And me and Denny's go, What? Dang. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Well, F you, Jaybird, and then walked away. Wow. Yeah. That's the rust market for you, huh? <laughs> oh, I don't want to paint a picture like that. Don't blame the rust market. Blame blame this guy. We've seen, we've seen some stuff go down, though. And that's something during the pandemic we learned you don't touch faces? A lot of people on the Treasure Coast did not learn that. Really? He was from the Treasure Coast, and we know that because he kept telling us that he was from the Treasure Coast. Oh, he did. Okay, yeah. so he was doing a road trip? Yeah, and I think he drove. Like, dude, I don't think you should be driving. <laughs> so he, Go he, take a nap in your truck. He woke up on Saturday. He's like, gosh, I can't wait to make so many bad decisions today <laughs> you'll always remember his face oh yeah it's burned in her brain <laughs> wow how about that yeah just don't go out too hammered i guess yeah yeah especially if you're driving it's probably a good little piece of advice 
from the KVJ Show. Is there anything that really stands out from the whole thing about the pandemic as being like one of the weirdest things to you? What do you remember from the pandemic that was kind of odd? I was looking at some of the comments on uh, one random thread online, and I kind of agree with this. It was odd how fast the pandemic really seemed to go by. It was kind of like you're in a time bubble. They said, I went in in early 2020, came out late 2022, and it just felt like a blip. I know what you mean, because there was so much talk and everyone was freaking out. And then everyone started fighting. And then everyone, it it did, it, it, it kind of, there was many different chapters to COVID. I remember in the very beginning of COVID, like when it first started and everybody was like, okay, you can't have an N95 mask because those are reserved for healthcare workers. Right, yeah. But my uncle had just done all this work at our house where he scraped all the popcorn off the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And he had bought N95 masks. And so I had them at my house, these ones that were supposed to be reserved for healthcare workers. And so when everybody was first started wearing masks, I had those and I was wearing them. And this lady yelled at me in Publix that I shouldn't be wearing that. That's supposed to be reserved for healthcare workers. It was weird to but see. But I was like, lady, I had them in my effing house. You're not going to yell at me yeah. by the bread in Publix. I had these at my house. It was odd to see strangers yell at people for whatever belief they had about COVID, taking it to the streets. It I was, think, yeah. I saw people yell at people in the store. My dad got... You know, somebody walked out with me and my dad when we were at Walmart about my dad wearing a mask at the time. It, it was bizarre. He was giving my dad crap about God, it. Yeah, people go all in on you. And then a lot of times the people that went all in on everybody at the start of the pandemic, at the end, they were completely wrong with everything they'd gone in on you on. Well, you had told me something that really rocked my world about two months ago. Mm-hmm. You said, as it pertains to the masks, yeah. that uh, a biology professor, some kind of chemistry expert yeah. about molecules, mm-hmm. sprayed perfume in the air and had his students put on like a, a mask mm-hmm. and said, walk through this and tell me if you can smell the perfume with the mask on. All the students walked through the perfume in the air with the mask on and smelled it yeah. and said, yeah, we smell the perfume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody could smell it. He said the COVID molecules are smaller than the molecules in perfume. Yeah. So that's how COVID got in through the mask, because of course you could smell it. The COVID molecules are smaller than the perfume molecules. Mm. How many times can you mess up the word molecules in a segment? (laughs) Damn, that was hard. (laughs) This is why I can't be in chemistry. (laughs) Molecules. Molecules. I get it. Talking is hard. I understand. Talking is hard. Yeah, that was in Harvard Medical School where he was, and uh, he went on to work for um, you know, one of the companies that uh, actually developed the vaccine uh, for it. And what they had taught him in Harvard Medical was that we wear these masks to keep blood and bone shards from hitting you in the mouth and going in your mouth. So that's mainly why they would wear the surgical mask. And then, yeah, what they found out at the end, really the only masks that were worth anything were the N95s that you got shamed for wearing early in the pandemic. I got yelled at in yeah. Publix. Those are reserved for healthcare workers. Well, that's when I realized everyone's just going to argue about anything now. Because because you, you'd go on social media, you go on the news, and it would be nothing but people – 
arguing for the mask. Well, the mask doesn't work. Well, you don't work. Every everything was. You're just, a jerk if you don't wear one. <laughs> You're an idiot if you wear one. Then yeah. I, I just saw go. I think we're just gonna argue about everything. The, it was that was one of the weird things is just the uh, the way how argumentative everybody came with it and and nobody really knew what they were talking about. There were just was, yeah. there were just bad facts all over the place. And then nobody everything, knew. You're right. We still don't know. No, they're still well, sorting it out. They really are. And it's not all the questions are answered yet from that whole period. It was the first time people started questioning everything about the medical community. Yeah. That, that I personally had never seen before. Usually with the when the CDC comes out with something, people right. are like, oh yeah, okay. But now they would come out with something and people would fight and 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 try to debunk that. And that was that was new. CDC, World Health Organization, all, all were demonized. Yeah. Nobody wanted to believe these things we had uh, believed in for the longest time. Everything got political. It was well, crazy. Then people started people started talking about how how they were wrong. And then I, I think some people that you go, oh, I, I thought I trusted that person. They're going in on the CDC. Yeah, it became weird. It really it really was. You didn't know who to trust, and you're trying to rely on this stuff. You've got a disease that you think is just dropping people right and left. And Fauci's on the take. Yeah, it <laughs> was crazy. Oh, kids are dressing up as cats. Yeah. <laughs> It was crazy. And I remember the when hell? people were bleaching their groceries? Yes. That was another weird thing. I mean, there was just so I many things. I wiped down my groceries yes. with, with uh, antibacterial wipes. Right. What the hell? With germs and everything else we were doing. It, it was just, it was a whole weird time. Toilet paper hoarding. I mean, that that was weird. It was bizarre. And, and we even in the moment were like, why are we rushing out for toilet paper? How long do we think this is going to work? We don't know, but we bought a bunch of it. Yeah. Uh, some other things that uh, people are talking about, the weirdest part of the pandemic, um, the whole John Lennon song that uh, a bunch of celebrities sang to inspire people. It was weird. That, that was an odd moment. It was all in different keys. It was not edited very, yeah. very good. <laughs> and how odd was Tiger King? It was the only thing people had to watch. It was the only new programming that dropped on Netflix. That was during the pandemic? That yeah, was the that pandemic. was the beginning. We yeah. Kinda... And it really benefited because we were all stuck inside. It was the early part of it. You had nothing to do. And the only new program was Tiger King. And it was so weird and people got into it. And then I don't think anybody's given the Tiger King guy the memo that nobody really cares about him anymore. He's running for president, Kevin. Yeah, I know. Uh, nobody really cares. But does he's he, in jail. Does he even know COVID happened? I don't even know. I don't know either. <laughs> And then another weird part, any type of party on Zoom. Remember all the Zoom parties people were having? Oh, yeah. Gosh. Christmas parties and everything. We did one of those stupid Zoom parties. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but it was the, all you had. In the beginning, I was like, all right, this pandemic's not so bad. I, not working as much. And then they go, oh, we're going to add an hour to the show. Like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the very, very beginning, the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was some weird stuff. Well, now we're in a new weird era of artificial intelligence. Did you hear the song that dropped over the weekend from Drake and the Weekend? Yeah. Is this not real? It's not Drake and the Weekend, but it sounds really good. And it's actually a song that's trending right now and actually may become a hit. What? Yes. Is this what the future of music is? Songs done in the likeness of certain artists. We'll let you hear it. Do you think it's actually a good song? Yes or no? Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Jason. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We thought maybe it'd be a little while before artificial intelligence took over all of our music and movies, but maybe it's going to be sooner than that. There's already a couple songs that dropped over the weekend that are getting some traction on social media, including one banger by Drake and The Weeknd. But it's not Drake or The Weeknd. It's just done in the stylings of Drake and The Weeknd. So let's say that this thing goes off and everyone loves it. Does Drake and The Weeknd now go, you're kind of using our likeliness here. Can we Big get time. some of the money? I think this is where you're going to start stepping into these legalities about artificial intelligence. It's kind of lazy, though. Uh... AI, make a song for me. And then there's a song. Without any creativity, we're losing our heart and soul, y'all. This is part of the concern. And right now, you know, somebody even texted in and said, yeah, it's not just music. It's stories, poetry, et cetera. I mean, all kinds of things. And that's going to be the question. Will you be able to tell the difference between a human and a computer that has written things? And how much of our entertainment is going to be generated by artificial intelligence? I would hate that. If I go, AI, make a snack pack song. They make a snack pack song. People love it, but we really had nothing to do with it. I don't... I don't like that. Could be. It'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, even uh, David Guetta had shown that off last month. He had uh, put into a computer, make something in the stylings of Eminem about uh, future music, rave music. And he came out with a line and he started dropping it in and mixing it into his songs. And he said the crowd went nuts for it. And it, it sounded a lot like Eminem. It really, if you didn't know, you would have thought that David Guetta had brought Eminem into the studio and he had cut it. I don't know, man. I'm not trying to sound like an old person, but even young people should be freaked out by this. It's It's weird. This isn't an age thing. This is a human thing going. Well, anybody can fake anybody. So it can happen to Drake. It can happen to you. Yeah, you got. You got. They can pay, make a fake you. Pay, we could do a fake kidnapping of Kevin. Yeah. For, uh. This is that kind of stuff is getting weird when the robots are doing human things that are tricking us. Well, it's getting to the point where when it comes to the things of art that we've always done that took a creative mind and muse and it came from the heart. Yeah, that's the question. It's coming from the heart of a computer now. Uh, I don't like What's going to happen when these worlds blend together? If Billy Joel came out with an album and it was awesome, then I found out all it was put through a little AI mixer thingy. Yeah. And they spit out a, a weird Billy Joel album. It's not Billy at all. It's not. But you would still like it, though. And that's where yeah. the, the conflict's going to come it's, in. It's hard enough now for artists to break through and to get a music career. And that's when they were only competing against humans. 
Can you imagine now if there was legitimate competition against computers creating music? Dang. It'll change the game. So tell me how far off you think this is. Artificially generated music from Drake and The Weeknd. And it's doing well. Hey. Talking to a diva, yeah, she on my nerves. She thinks that I need her, kick her to the curb. It's not a bad song. If you told me that that was real and they they did that, I'd go, okay. I wouldn't know. I would. No, there'd be no way you'd know. I'd be like, that sounds like the Drake, uh, sounds like Drake in the weekend to me. It's getting pretty weird out there, y'all. It's creepy. Yeah. And I don't want I don't want to be freak out mode either and try to freak people out and be on a microphone and going, oh, the robots are taking over, even though I'm saying that, but it does kind of feel like the robots are taking over. There's going to be that crossing point that you're talking about right now where uh, you're going to have artists are going to have to step up and they're going to have to somehow, I don't know how you're going to police this because you can have people hiding behind URLs and things like that that are just cranking out artificially and created music and putting it out there and how are you going to ever stop that flow from well, happening they'll probably have to come up with a technology sort of like how is that video real is that picture real there's mm -hmm. a way you can go and a analyze watermark that or something that yeah there, there's a puts technology. a stamp on there that you know it's legitimately from that artist you're going to have to come up with a technology that, that puts the music through the filter and go all right this is this is the robots this is not them well how, how weird would it be if you were drake Creating against fake Drake. It sounds like Terminator 4, Virginia. Yeah, and, and imagine you're Drake and you're looking at the charts and the fake Drake songs are higher than your real songs. It's crazy. It is crazy. But it's it's a reality of where we could be here in the next couple of weeks even. I don't want to compete against Robot Jaybird. He's such a cold entity. <laughs> it's tough. There's several songs that are out there. Here's one that's uh, kind of chilling as well. This is... Rihanna, an artificially generated Rihanna doing Beyonce's song Cuff It. So this is the voice of Rihanna to a Beyonce song. Who is that for? It's supposed to be. That's Rihanna. She should feel okay. That would not sound nearly. <laughs> you don't as, think that's that one didn't sound that good to me. That one sounded weird and off. It did. It didn't sound human-like to me. Yeah, yeah. I'd heard it uh, earlier. It sounded a little bit better. Maybe something had gone on there. But yeah, that'll be the one thing. Can you tell the difference? And uh, somebody said on Instagram there was an AI-generated Kelly Clarkson song that has been making the rounds. You, where the heck did you come from? These aren't bad songs. That one sounded more like Kelly Clarkson to me than the other. That that one, if you would have said that was Kelly yeah. Clarkson, I might have believed it. Totally. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you're now you're always gonna question. Is this really Kelly Clarkson? Is this really Rihanna? Is this really The Weeknd and Drake? You can tell they took a little bit of Since You've Been Gone and thrown it in there. Yeah. There's, there was a little bit of They're not bad songs. It was a hodgepodge of Clarkson. I can hear all those songs being hits. 
Now, do the will the people care? What will, will the masses care if these songs are bangers and they are from AI? I think older generation is going to care, but if you're born into this, yeah, you probably don't care. Which is weird. Right. And it, it could already be AI music. We don't know. Oh. oh. Dude, v, you he's don't. Going, he's going down that conspiracy route. It could already already be, you know, Britney's not putting out new music, but AI Britney is. We thought that was an Adele song, but it's it's fake Adele. It's yeah. robot Adele. You don't know that it's not robot Adele. You don't know. And, and right now, you know, we're looking at this as it being people who are putting this together that are computer nerds using the artificial intelligence. But what happens if you have a real artist that starts now getting with computer people and how much of the songs that they create would actually be real and how much would be created by a computer? Well, musicians have a history of being honest and open. And, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. It's going to be it's going to be heck, man. You're never going to know what's real, and what's not, man. Well, this is a big debate in the rock world now. Yeah. The backing tracks and vocals sure. are on rock shows. Right. Though I forget what band it was. They had all of their instruments at the venue, but their computers mm -hmm. didn't show up. They had to cancel their show because their backing tracks and vocals were on the computer. Wow. This is a band yeah. that had their instruments. They could have yeah. played the show, and they did not. Right, exactly. Yeah, you think of, for instance, like a Motley Crue who hasn't had a really good song for well over a decade or if not longer, and they just put all of Motley Crue's catalog with their biggest hits and said, recreate and regenerate new music in this theme. And it comes out with songs that all sound new, but you're like, well, man, this new Motley Crue album's awesome. It's like the best that Crue's ever been. Boys, boys, boys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. We could be looking at the future of music, and it's some scary stuff, man. KVJ. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away, because you know we need that dirt of the day. Leonardo DiCaprio was out at Coachella this weekend and kind of surprising who he was seen partying with. Um, he was with Bradley Cooper's baby mama, Irina Shayk. Now, it's weird because we just heard last week that Irina and Bradley Cooper were thinking about having a second child together. They had gone on a family vacation. There was rumors of a reconciliation and that the Russian model was back together with Bradley Cooper. But I don't know. She was certainly cozied up to Leonardo DiCaprio at Coachella. Maybe that second baby thing is off with Bradley Cooper. Mm. All snuggled up. Coachella, there was drugs involved. <laughs> it looks like uh, Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and... Andrea Bocelli have all agreed to perform at the coronation concert coming up. King Charles is going to be officially taking the throne, but he didn't he take it already? Like, this is the longest party. They can stretch out a party over there. Yeah, I guess it's just the official ceremony to acknowledge that he is now the king. Yes, it'll happen May 7th. So, I don't know. I guess our invitation must have got lost in the mail. Yeah. We will not be there. That'd be, my birthday's three three days after. That'd be a terrible birthday gift. Just <laughs> anything royal involved for my birthday. No dirt stories about the royals on my birthday. <laughs> and that Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen the worldwide box office on this thing? 
It topped over $600 million worldwide. Dang. I'm glad to see Mario doing good. It's an old dog. Yeah, it we is. grew up yeah. with Mario. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Dang. Box office dominance, they're Are calling it. Your kids involved in any of that, Mario? Do they like it? I don't know that Ken's really played it, no. I don't know that Rocco knows about it, but I think he would love it. Oh, Rocco would love... He's never tried to save the princess? Never. Oh. He's so into Minecraft and all that right now. I don't know. I don't think he knows about Super Mario Brothers. So if he went back and played old school Super Nintendo Mario Brothers and tried to save the princess, is he going to go, this is the lamest game ever? Because he's so used to the modern day stuff. I hope not. That would break my heart. Or does it still play with the kids? Do the kids like saving the princess? Not my kid, but maybe other kids do. Let's show it to him. Do you have a Nintendo? I do. You got to talk to Sweet Danny's. Danny's got every game that's ever been made ever. We got to show Rocco Super Mario Brothers and see if the new generation of kids look at Dan. I mean, that was cutting edge when we were kids. (laughs) It was. And that's what's going on in your dirt. Mm hmm. Some birthdays happening today for your celebrities. Happy birthday here to Victoria Beckham, Posh Spice. She's turning 49. I have a feeling she'll probably be at the coronation. I don't know. The Spice Girls turned down the opportunity to perform there. They said they didn't want to. I think Victoria is the problem child in the group. I think you're right. I don't think she wants to do it because she knows she can't really sing. Yeah. She is the one that has the weakest voice. Well, they said they used to, like, turn her microphone way down. Ooh, wow. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Jennifer Garner turns 51 years old today. Jan Hammer is 75. Remember the old Miami Vice theme? Yes. Back in the day, he was the composer. He did so many themes that were awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did. Did he do... uh... No, that was Harold Faltemeyer singing Axel F. Yeah. A lot of interesting composers back in that day. Remember, like, the instrumental used to actually be able to be a hit in the oh, 80s? Yeah, It could be a top 10 hit. Might be Vice Team, Rocket, Herbie Hancock. You're right. Instrumental. How often does that happen now? Also, happy birthday to Espen, ESPN. He's turning 17 now, man. That's crazy. Wow. Happy birthday. Love Evie, your little sis, Papa, and Mommy. Got a photo of uh, him there. And look, Espen is now starting to drive. Wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. Also, a happy birthday, Tracy, a few years ago. Virginia sang happy birthday with her sexy French accent for me. Thank you for that. (laughs) So nice. Also, happy 46th birthday to the Dookie Daddy. Love Rocco, Amy, and Chi-Chi. Ready for that Key West trip. Okay. Keep it it under control, Dookie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Also, somebody wants to wish a very happy birthday to Fortune, who is turning six. With love from mom and justice, Mary sent that in, and you got a adorable photo with the Easter Bunny there Aww, on nice. KJTV. Are right, you got a birthday? You want to get a shout out? You can let us know about it. Mail at kvjshow.com. M A I L at kvjshow.com. Talking about that Mario movie doing so well. We'll uh, get suits in here in just a couple minutes. Find out what movie he watched over the weekend. An old uh, Millennial or Gen X classic. I'm still getting hate email from people who go, Suits didn't like Tombstone? What is this kid talking about? <laughs> Very controversial round from last week. Yeah, what? <laughs> the KVJ Show. Coachella was probably the biggest thing that happened, but that's uh, all the way out in California. 
I did uh, see a lot of that all over TikTok. My wife uh, kept showing all these influencers that are out there. Oh my gosh, I'm living the best life. Here's what I'm wearing. <laughs> Coachella. It's all about the fashion, too. So your wife had to love that. She did. She was all into that. And the thing that I saw from another TikToker, though, and it does kind of make sense, because they were showing these young influencers and they put them in these tricked out houses. Have you seen some of the houses they put them in? Yeah. It's unreal. They fly them out there. They're on private planes. They're living their best life. Cap. Cap. No cap. No yeah, cap, no cap. No cap. cap, no cap, yeah. cap. Well, maybe it is cap. I don't know. Because there's a TikToker saying that most of the influencers don't even go to Coachella. What? Yeah, she said that they'll dress up and they get their makeup done and they simply pose for photos without actually going into the festival. And come to think of it, all the little videos I saw, it was in their fab house, where their <laughs> fab clothes. I didn't see a whole lot from actually inside the festival itself. Dang, bunch of capper suits. Yeah. Okay, Coachella's expensive. <laughs> Yeah, no you doubt. can fake the funk on anything nowadays. Totally. And, and there was yeah. this one guy who faked the funk. There was a, a nice car, a Corvette, parked in, in a parking lot. So he takes a selfie and acts like it's his car that puts it on social media, yeah. and then he gets called out. People just faking the funk left and right. They are. That's what's going on, man. You yeah. can't believe anything. You can't. You can't believe the music you hear. <laughs> Nothing's know. real. Nothing's real. This it's Mon- all lies. This Monday show is scaring me. <laughs> you can't think about it too much otherwise your brain will just go oh my gosh but that's what the robots want they want you to not think about it so they take over while you're not thinking about it yeah it's it, it's getting a little bit crazy it really is but well, I, I thought kelly clarkson had a new banger out yeah well i think she actually might some people are saying that maybe that was a song from 2015 that she had that uh, might have been reworked I, I just don't even know what's what anymore. I don't well, know what's a hit, scary. what's not. I don't, right. know. We don't yeah. even know the difference. I know I can't tell you what is legit and what's not. The Drake and the Weekend song, that's infamously not them. That's artificial intelligence. And they said that song is streaming with high numbers. So that's doing really well. It's just kind of crazy. And I saw this topic. They were talking about at what moment did you realize that you were living in the future? Was there a moment where you just said, wow, this got really crazy? Because I remember as a kid, first time. I played a CD. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, man, this is so futuristic. Just, <laughs> the world's changing. Yeah, the world's just, man, I can't even, you know, this kind of stuff here lately. I don't know if it's just that, I mean, is everybody else blown away? Is because I'm getting older and I was used to some kind of bunk technology and now it's so amazing. I mean, CDs were pretty cool, but it wasn't yeah. like, oh my gosh, they're taking over the world. Yeah, they were saying, what was your living in the future moment? One guy said, yeah, I was sitting on a motorcycle listening to music from my cell phone through a Bluetooth speaker in my helmet that I could control from my watch yeah and that just seems a little it's a little out there that's it's kind of cool i was riding in a tesla and it was driving itself and i was like what the hell is going on right now it can see stop signs it can see people yeah it's a better driver than me when i saw this special where humans were talking about deep feelings for robots and they were, they didn't really know that they, they were loving this robot like they would love a human. Yeah. That's when I'm going, yeah, man, it's here. We're, we're, we're in the beginning stages of it. Well, the thing they keep doing is trying to put these robots through human-like situations to see how they react. And it's always something terrifying, the way they respond. You know, like they, they gave it a doomsday project on how would it wipe humankind off of the map and... 
You know, it's Don't like, why, why are we doing that? Stop asking robots that kind of question. We can't be trusted. We're too dumb. <laughs> what, what are we doing? Don't put that in their head. How would you end humanity? Right. Program. How would you kill me right now? It's like, well, I would do this, this, and that. And then you keep asking a dumb question going, I think I will execute my plan. I want to make it slow and painful, especially for Ralston. Well, they, they kind of have a, a, a tinge of human emotion on some of this stuff. It they, does, they yeah. Go, I kind of now want to kill Kevin. Yeah. Uh, another person said, my living in the future moment was the first time I looked up Google Earth on a tablet. I knew. I was like, wow. Just You can see anything really happening anywhere and zoom in on it. It's, it's pretty insane. Google Earth is crazy. It's pretty trippy. And then you see your car in the, in the driveway. Yeah. Go, Dang. It's just like, what is this, man? This is some crazy stuff. All right. Suits. Last week, his review was... Not met with a lot of encouragement here in this studio. My no. husband is still mad. <laughs> he was so mad that you didn't like Tombstone. I, I got a lot of comments about that. People could not believe it. I just, I'm not a Western person. I don't know if necessarily it's a bad movie. I just can't stand Westerns. Wow. We didn't like it, you lunger. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't expect so much backlash on that one. <laughs> So, well respected movie. <laughs> what did you uh, review this weekend, Suits? This weekend it was Cape Fear. You guys okay. ever see that? I have not seen that. Really? No. You've never seen that, huh? Mm-mm. I think I've seen that. That's where he's in the boat. That's Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a freaky movie, right? It is. Oh, my God. It's a yeah. thriller. De Niro yeah. plays one hell of a psychopath. I mean, he is unbelievable in that movie. It okay. leaves you feeling creeped out by the time it's over. It really does. I think a, a t- uh, 2023 Kev would like that think movie. think so? Okay. Yeah, th- th- I think that's If you like solid. the psychological thrillers where it really messes with you, I think you would, yeah. Okay. But it, it it's intense. I mean, it, Robert De Niro is absolutely crazy in that movie. The things he does to this poor family, yeah. it is so over the top. I don't think I was ready for some of it, to be honest with you. But I got to say, it was an intense movie. I enjoyed it. It left okay. me at the end like, wow. Talk about a movie about revenge. Yes. It, it is a movie of revenge, and it is, it's done. Had and De Niro's were. just so good in that role. He had, really comes off like a psychopath. Does he? Had they done him wrong, or is he just... He's, uh, he's a but he's a scumbucket. He he already is. But then he gets pinned for a crime he didn't do. And the the lawyer who was the one that was supposed to defend him hid evidence, and he uh, got, he got thrown in jail. Yeah, I got so you. So he kind of has a motivation that you're. He's rooting been in jail for. for like 15 years, just waiting for that moment to get out and get revenge. And oh yeah, it's his life's mission at that point. But yeah. he's a terrible person. Horrible though. person. He's a horrible okay, person. Yeah. yeah. But it's a, what kind of grade would you give it, Suits? Solid movie. That's an A movie to me. I'll give that a 90. Just because okay. it, it sticks with you afterward. I mean, it's yeah. one of those movies, I don't know if I'd watch it more than once because it gives you anxiety watching that movie. <laughs> I mean, he is just so believable as a psycho in that movie. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was an unbelievable ride. I really liked it. Okay. I think I've zoned in what our what our, what our boy likes over here. Does not like the dated comedies. Comedies, mm-hmm. he's pretty much 0 for 5 with the comedy we've sent him. Mm-hmm. He likes the thrillers from back yeah. then. We're okay. going to make him watch a Western next weekend. <laughs> I can tell you my <laughs> result already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guns. <laughs> we don't like the old west. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All right, coming up here in a couple of minutes, uh, I got a chance for you to get some money. We're going to be giving it away. I'll let you know exactly how in just a few. And we'll also take a look at our draft from Friday for the best bars in South Florida. Who picked out the best team of three? We'll discuss next. The KDJ Show. It was National Dive Bar Day on Friday. Did you guys find yourselves in any dive bars this weekend? Oh, I wish. 
I had yeah. to do too much stuff with the kids, and you know, kids and dive bars usually don't go oh, together. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. I've done it, but it's not a good look. I hear you. <laughs> so what we did on Friday was the best South Florida bars in general. You could throw dive bars in there, but it was anything that really was a bar. And Jaber got the first overall pick. And he went with Chili's, took that off the board. Was shamed quickly from the room yep. and KVJ Nation alike. Okay. <laughs> oh, I it checked, went all in, huh? I checked on Friday just to see where the voting was at. Yeah. I had to scroll and scroll to finally see a vote for Jaybird. Oh, <laughs> damn. Well, I'm huh? not expecting a good number. And it was from your dad. <laughs> yeah. No, I even think he, my dad goes, Chili's bird? Chili's bird. <laughs> <laughs> damn, your dad was riding you. <laughs> you also went with the Blue Anchor in Delray Beach and the Snuggery in Palm Beach Gardens. Uh, Virginia had the Brass Ring Pub last weekend and then Swampgrass Willies in Palm Beach Gardens. I went with the old Key Lime House in Lantana, the Square Grouper and Jupiter, and then the Sandbar in Del Rey. Suits had Guanabanas in <laughs> Jupiter. Guanabanas. ER Bradley's in West Palm Beach, and then Copper Blues also in West Palm. Denny's went with Benny's on the Beach in Lake Worth Beach, Respectables, and the Crazy Horse in Palm Beach Gardens. So here's how the voting went from our Facebook and Instagram. Who do you think finished in last place, Bird? It's the Bird. It's not you. It's not me. No. What? You did not finish in last place. I, I've been securing that fourth spot real nice. Like, am I yeah. fourth? Uh, you are next to last. Yeah. 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 Virginia's last. What? Dang. Virginia you, was last. Isn't that crazy? The biggest alcoholic on the show doesn't know about dive bars <laughs> or bars. Yeah. Or bars. Oh, my list was banging. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I guess uh, people weren't feeling it. I thought I was going to win the whole thing. Wow. What do I know? <laughs> Delusion's tough. I, I was know. really coming in here going, I won. I got it. See, I, <laughs> I knew, got this. I knew mine was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Finishing in third place was Denny's with his Benny's Respectables and Crazy Horse. And then in second place, Suits. Hmm. Kevin won it all with uh, Old Key Limehouse. Again, this is kind of Kevin's game, the draft. Mm. Um, you got your finger on the pulse. The just, rig is in. Or does he just know the audience? I don't know. Old Key Limehouse seems pretty popular. It is. Where Grouper does well. They're bangers. Yeah. I thought the sandbar might sink me in Delray, but apparently not. So there you go. All right, well, uh, thank you for all the suggestions and all the negative comments. How do you feel after a win like that? Oh, Monday? top of the world, man. Right? I need it, yeah. I need a little pick-me-up. It's tough getting on this Monday. It's a tough day. So uh, if you need a little pick-me-up and need a little bit of cash to take out to the bars, got good news because KBJ is going to double your paycheck again. Again? That's right, again. Ooh. It is uh, coming back here. Uh, we're going to be doubling your paycheck every single hour from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. There's going to be nine chances on those days to win. So what you have to do is go and enter your name at kbjshow.com. And then when you hear it, call us within 10 minutes at 877-979-9763 and we'll double your paycheck. And the cool thing, if you refer a friend and they call, you'll win $500. Ooh. Uh-huh. Is that a new wrinkle to the game? Nope. We did it last time. Well, that's, I know. <laughs> 
I was just testing y'all. Okay. Put you on your toes, Nikki. Mm-hmm. All right, chilies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the winning is going to begin next Tuesday, so you do have a week to get your name in. But if you're one of the 70% of Americans that are financially stressed or the 58% that's living paycheck to paycheck, this definitely would help you out. We could definitely use double our paycheck. That's right. So go enter your name all this week at kvjshow.com. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, going to play a round of Denny's or Animal. Can you tell the difference? Need a kid to play along? If you got a kid that's smart and knows their animals, 877-979-WRMF. We'll do that with you next. KVJ. All right, kids, how well do you know your animal noises? We're going to put you to the test here with a round of Denny's or Animal. We got Braylon on here from West Palm Beach. He is 11 years old. Hello, Braylon. Hello. How you doing, Braylon? I'm doing good. Good. All right. Are you ready for this big monumental challenge? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we've got some animal noises here. You got to tell me which is a real animal, which is actually our producer Denny's making the animal noises. Okay. 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 What do you think about this herd of elephants? I think one of them might have squeaky gas. <laughs> I think that's <those> elephant farts. <laughs> Sounded so realistic. Yeah, it really was. I oh my goodness! Whoa! I had to, you don't want to be downwind of that. Getting some of that elephant chili. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, Braylon. What do you think? Is that uh, Denny's or Animal? That's Denny. You're correct. Yay! Okay. You can't That's trick Braylon. You can't yeah. trick Braylon. He knows that one. Yeah. Okay, what about uh, this? You got some cats meowing for food. Is this Denny's or Animal here, Braylon? Meow. They're hungry. Those cats are stoned. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they have the munchies now. They need to get fed. Uh, Braylon, what do you think about that clip right there? Who's uh, making that noise? Is that uh, Denny's or Animal? I feel like it's Denny again. You think, okay, you're going to go with Denny's again. Nice. Get Braylon, man. Get Braylon's all over it. What's weird is this is a really tough round. This is, yeah. (laughs) Very challenging. All right, uh, finally, what about this one? Is this Denny's or Animal here? These are mountain lions fighting. (laughs) Whoa. Man. Are we playing Animal or Virginia? Yeah. (laughs) That could be the third variable. Uh, What are you thinking on that one, Braylon? That's Mountain Lions. That's really Mountain Lions. Okay. Okay. You get an A today, Braylon. You are an expert in the field. Thank you for playing along. Thank you. Okay. You have a uh, great day at school today. That was great fun, I thought. Yeah, I always have a good time with that. It's always some fun stuff. I mean, you kind of you got it. Vir- Virginia really does make the best animal noises on the show. It's, it's not good. even close. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you oh, for the look. respect on my name. I got to record. Look, you got to get your props. They're due. <laughs> Dolphin's the best, though, right? It's the best. Yeah, it, it's solid. She got she got other good ones too, but I just can't think of them right now. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's pretty That's, good. I can't do that. 
I can't do it. You sound like a guy with bad anxiety. <laughs> so just basically me? <laughs> <laughs> you sound like yourself. <laughs> the monkey is hard to do, y'all. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. So I saw a TikTok trick. Does it actually work or not? Have you seen the True Laugh Challenge, Virginia? The True Laugh Challenge. No. The What's True that? Laugh Challenge. Okay. Now, what you do, Bird, if you would be my model over here, okay. I want to show you what the True Laugh Challenge is. You need to get somebody to lie flat on their back. Take off your pants. No, you can keep your pants on. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. <laughs> and I, I thought, and I was watching this, I'm going, this can't be real. This cannot be real. And this has to be, this has to be trick talk. And I haven't tried this out because I wanted to try it right here and now to find out if trick talk is fooling me again. You have somebody lie flat on their back with their hands crossed over their chest. Okay, he's doing it. Okay, and then you have them say, ha, 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 ha. And then I will press down on his chest. They say 95% of the people you try this on will start laughing uncontrollably. Really? I, I, I continue to say ha. Huh? You continue to do the ha. Huh? They say that when you push on somebody's chest, they break into a real natural laugh. I don't know. Try it over He's still here laughing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it worked. Yeah. And the thing that I wonder is when you're saying ha, 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 when you start to lose air, maybe ha, 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 you yeah, start it, it gives you a fake ha, ha, ha. That's what it gave it. It's not a yeah, real Yeah, it's laugh. supposed to be kind of like what your natural laugh sounds closest to. Okay, huh. I'll have you put the microphone down. We'll try it one more time. <laughs> so, yeah, you lay down on the ground. Do exactly how you're done. Hands over your, cross your hands over your chest. Ha, ha, whoa. And then whoa, push whoa. down with, with good. Oh, wait. Uh, I, just, <laughs> I just suffered to this business. You got a dress. You just stood right over his face. You just saw Rocco's <laughs> original home. Oh, I sure did. Gosh. My God. How those ovaries looking? Oh, wow. Oh, wait, let me come down this. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I saw that. I was like, I don't know. This uh, could be a design flaw in that. Okay, yeah, so with good with good force, Virginia, you want to push down on his hands as he's doing the ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha
<laughs> I don't know. I didn't start laughing. No, yeah. that was one of the most uncomfortable things I ever got involved to do with Virginia. That was I don't like that. I can't look at you. Yeah, when I was looking, I'm like, going, I don't know if I believe this. Mm. I don't feel this. Now, if, if you're with somebody and you can try it out, let me know. Does it work? It's called the True Laugh Challenge. Right now, I'm going to say it's trick talk. Yeah, did we get tricked again by TikTok? I don't think it's legit. So what you do, you have somebody lie flat on their back with their hands crossing over their chest and have them say ha, ha, ha as you press down on the hands on their chest. It says 95% of the people you try this on will then start laughing uncontrollably. My KVJ show. Uh, apparently Bad Bunny was uh, mouthing off to Harry Styles while he was on stage saying something about how he could do a Harry Styles song like as it was, but Harry Styles could not do his music. Dang! Yeah. You got Bad Bunnied. That'd be one of the weakest feuds. <laughs> <laughs> In history. As the feuds got got a lighter, I, I remember back in the day, people used to shoot each other when they had feuds. They used to, yeah. <laughs> used to be really entertaining. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They're, they're not what they used to be. A lot of uh, music fests over the weekend. Not only uh, Coachella going on, but uh, we had Tortuga. Seemed like the weather held out for that. Friday was a little wet, but I think they rallied for the weekend. Okay. Yeah, I did not uh, hear a lot of reports. I assume it was uh, all good. My friends went to see Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. and they had a little bit of weather issue at Raymond James. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Did she jump in that fake ocean? She did. So that is a thing for every mm-hmm. show she does. That's then. a yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how long that takes to set up, or is it kind of easy because it's all probably through images on the computer that that shoots up? Yeah, I would. I think any of their stage sets are pretty elaborate. I mean, her playing, what, she did three, three nights? Three and a half hours straight, they yeah. said she performed for, too. She didn't take a break. She delivered. That's insane. I saw the set list. I couldn't look like it was about 40 songs. Yeah, they said she was impressive. Look, and it better be, because it was expensive. Three yeah. and a half hours, though, you do tip. If, if you, you put on a good show for three and a half hours, yeah. my hat's off to you. Yeah, I, I heard more people talking about that than anything else that was going on was Taylor Swift. There was a lot of people from South Florida went to go check that out so that was uh, some of the big stuff from over the weekend kevin virginia and jason it's the kvj dirt of the day it's the kvj dirt of the day virginia take it away because you know we need that dirt of the day well everybody was out at coachella Will Smith made an appearance at Coachella. We haven't really seen a lot of him out and about, but Will Smith was there in the crowd cheering on Willow and Jaden, who were performing at the Mojave tent there at the Coachella Festival on Sunday, yesterday. So he was there supporting his kids. I like to see that. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like everybody was... Somewhere, and uh, Coachella was uh, one of those places where a lot of people were there. There was a lot of uh, sound problems that uh, was going on. There's a lot of clips. Really? Post Malone had sound problems. Yeah, pretty much uh, every night, every artist had some kind of issue with their sound. We ain't going to have that, that issue at Crawfish Festival. No, we are not. Mm-hmm. We got the best sound crew in the business. Yeah, and I'm getting reports, too, for uh, Tortuga, the country music fest that happened this weekend at Fort Lauderdale Beach. Uh, some people were saying that uh, it was evacuated last night due to weather, but it later resumed. 
Uh, they said, from what I heard, Eric Church sounded awful and people were walking out. And then on Saturday night, Shania Twain also sounded awful. Really? Uh, people said that she talked way too much. A lot of mixed <laughs> reviews for this festival, unfortunately. Dang. Dang, artist is talking too much. Do people like that or do they hate it? If it's, it's, one, if it's one of your favorite artists, do you kind of want to hear what they have to say? Or is it shut up and sing? But they think there's a fine line, I think. You know, you, you got to talk enough, but not too much. Because we, we went and saw John Mayer, and he was hammered, and he did go on some long rants to the point where we're going, dude, you're kind of you're kind of sounding weird. He was hammered. He was hammered. Rambling and hammered. Rambling and hammered. Yeah. And, yeah, and I don't the think band, most people like that. The bands, the bands are looking at each other going, uh, is he going to end this anytime soon? And then he redid like his songs, but changed the melodies, yeah. and I was like, eh. Mm. Get off the sauce and sing the hits like we know them. Yeah. <laughs> and that's coming from Virginia, who loves the right. sauce. Love the sauce. <laughs> but you do kind of owe people. Look, I mean, with Taylor Swift, she takes it seriously. She She's there takes to entertain. it serious. That girl was not hammered. She delivered. So I think if you're talking about how you wrote the song and you give a little anecdote or a little story about, yeah. this is what I was thinking, blah, 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 and then you go into the song, I think most fans right. like that. Mm -hmm. But if, yeah, if you're going to weird rants. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen posted a picture online over the weekend of her and her new baby. So happy for her and John Legend. They had a new little baby. They named the baby Esti, E-S-T-I. And this is their rainbow baby because remember she had a, a very sad uh, stillbirth, I think, and just, oh, devastated mm. to see that. So it's so happy to see her with her rainbow baby. And finally here, I know you guys don't watch the Vanderpump Rules show on Bravo. I just started watching it. <laughs> Nobody believes you. Nah, and lying. you're mocking me. We take this very serious. Scandaval is real. And they say Ariana Maddox has already moved on. She was spotted making out with a new guy at Coachella. What? I can't what? believe it. Oh, no. <laughs> Man, Vanderpump rules. <laughs> and that's what's going on in your dirt. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes. What do you think about this? Um, can you cut your kids' funding to coerce them to dump someone you don't like? Is that mm. a good parenting technique? Is that something that should be inbounds or out of bounds? It's KBJ. What up to uh, Kathleen listening in from Couples Tower Isle, Jamaica today on oh, KBJ TV. I love Jamaica. Cool thing about it, you can dial in from anywhere globally. Just go to YouTube and look for the KBJ show. Get us live or on demand whenever it works for you. So can you cut your kids' funding to coerce them to dump somebody you don't like? Mm. Got an email here, mail at kbjshow.com. It says, my daughter has a boyfriend my wife and I don't really approve of. She's 19, he's 29. However, that's not the thing that we're upset about. When he was 22, he got into a car while he was drunk and he killed another man. Oh my gosh. He then got released from prison after a couple of years due to a technicality. Now my daughter's telling me that he's changed and that he's a big churchgoer. I find this all hard to believe because I saw him drink five beers the other night in front of me and my wife. He didn't drive, so he didn't do anything illegal. However, I think it's a terrible thing that he still drinks alcohol even after killing somebody in a drunk driving accident. I told my daughter that he is not allowed to drink around us ever again. You can't say that. 
My, He's a grown-ass man. Stop <laughs> trying to control things you can't control. My daughter thought this was a ridiculous request, and it turned into a huge fight. My daughter still lives at our house. We pay for many of her bills, car payment, car insurance, and phone bills. And if my daughter doesn't break up with her boyfriend after we ask her to, should my wife and I cut her off financially? Thoughts? Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's tough. Look, I, I firmly believe that the best strategy for kids is try to make your own money so your parents don't ever have any kind of influence over you. That was my strategy when I was 17. I'm like, I don't need any money from you guys. I'm good. I got this, and I bounced. Because this is when they'll flex, when they don't... Yeah. If, you're, if you're a legal adult, which you are, you're 19, yep. and you're still getting financial help, this is where they go, we don't like what you're doing. We are the producers of this movie. Mm-hmm. We're taking our money back. But to the parents, I would say this, because I went through this. I hated Magnolia's boyfriend. My husband hated him. I hated him. We all hated him. I fought it for a year, and I just was vocal about how much I hated him, kind of like you are, vocal about how much you hate this guy. As soon as I changed my strategy and I accepted the guy and I took the guy on vacation and we spent time together and I tried to be nice to the guy, Mm -hmm. that's when she broke up with him. Oh, okay. So maybe flip the script. The more you protest, the more your 19-year-old daughter is going to like this guy. Yeah, go the opposite way. Buy him a beer. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Go the opposite way. It worked for me. What do you guys feel about that, though? The the guy went to jail for killing somebody in a drunk driving accident, and then Mm -hmm. he's drinking beer. If if this was your daughter, Caitlin, would you look side-eye with the guy that was still drinking beer, but he did appear to change. He's not. He's not being belligerent. He's just having some beers. He's not driving. Would that would that weird you out that he's doing that in front of you? Yeah, I think it would make you feel uncomfortable. I think anyone would notice because if you've understood, you know, where he's been and where he is now, you would at least say, okay, well, that's the stance that he is with it. Because you could see where if somebody had done that, that they would be traumatized of alcohol and not want to be in that situation again. And five beers is, you know, I mean, that's that's oh. where you wouldn't want to have that get behind the wheel of a car. I'm texting people I should not be texting after five beers. Ex-girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Oh, five beers? You're, you're, for five, for some people, five beers, you're hammered after five beers. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing would be worrying about what people would think. And anybody, I think, that knows that you've been in that situation, that you'd killed somebody when you were driving when you shouldn't have, after drinking, that, yeah, any display you make of you around alcohol, people are going to notice. Well, that's just it. People are going to look at you with some stank if you killed somebody in a drunk driving accident and you're down in five beers. But he didn't write to us. These parents did, Mm -hmm. and they're looking for help and guidance. You can't go about this the way you're doing it because the more you protest, the more she's going to love him. You're making her... It, love him more. So you think you, you do continue to pay everything and you don't cut it off when your kid is doing the wrong thing or something you don't like, something you, while you're I, I, financing? I think you got to be careful with what you choose. If they're doing something that is harmful and they're taking the money that you're giving them and they're using it in the wrong way that it's not intended for, then I think you can step in. This is something where she's dating a guy and I guess legally – he is in the right. He's not doing anything that's out of bounds by having five beers and not driving. 
you may not like the guy, but when you start making statements with money about that, you're going to drive a wedge between them. And if nothing else, I don't like this manipulation tactic, and I think some parents do it. I think it's not wise of kids to accept money from parents because they, especially if they have a tendency to lean in and try to tell you how to live your life. But at the same time, if you're a parent and you are helping your kids, you know, I, I think you need to watch how much you manipulate your children with the money. Well, they're probably also going, all right, my daughter's 19. She legally can't drink. He's 29. He's getting hammered. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I don't like this for my daughter. I yeah. wonder, too, is she in school still? Is that why they're supporting her? Because she's a student at 19? Yeah, it could be. Or is she out and about in the world at 19 with a job? Because as soon as my kids leave school... I'm not paying for nothing. Yeah. They're not getting a red cent from me if they're not students. I had to go through it, so they have to go through it. I had a job at 14. So is the dude just there with the the family drinking five beers and the 19-year-old girl's not? Or is she drinking in front of her parents? You know what I mean? What's going on? It sounds like she's probably doing the driving because he's not. Okay, Caitlin's dad again, same situation. He's mm-hmm. 29. She can't drink. He's getting hammered, and now she's driving him around. Yeah, plowing down five beers in front of your girlfriend's parents, that's that's an interesting flex, and keeping in mind that she's not even of age to drink. That's it's a and weird knowing your thing. Baggage. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a weird flex. I get why the parents are not thrilled with this guy. Totally, I get why they're not thrilled. Yeah. But you got to be super careful about how much you protest and how much you don't like him and how much you say it. That's just got to be the worst when you see your kid with With a a douche. Yes. Yeah, let me tell you all about it. And there's nothing you can do about it. They won't see the light. And you know there's people driving in their car going, yep. Yep. (laughs) It happens. Girls, when we're young, we make dumb decisions. And a lot of us have daddy issues. And we look to a man. And we try to find a man that mirrored how our daddy treated us. So if your daddy treated you distant and bad and didn't treat you right, then you have these daddy issues and you go out and you seek that in a man. Girls, we got to break this cycle. If you had a bad daddy, you can't let that be your relationships. I mean, Mm -hmm. I get it. We want to start the gender war, but it happens on the other side as well. Guy, girl, it just, you're right. Men are the worst. Yeah, they they (laughs) want to make a big sweeping powerful declaration over their daughter by yanking the money and i i don't think that's the right way to do it uh people yeah. said look if you cut her off you're going to send her directly into his house exactly or you're going to make him a martyr mm-hmm. and he's going to have to step up and pay for those things and then she's going to love him even more yep. if she's not a student that's what you need to look at that's the reason you cut her off mm-hmm. not about him don't make it about him Michelle's on here from Port St. Lucie. What's your thought on how the parents should handle their daughter with uh, her boyfriend? So I do agree with Virginia because, yes, if she is a student, then, you know, then obviously she's not necessarily working, I would assume. Who knows? Because we don't know the whole story. And then, yeah, they would be covering her expenses. But there are certain expenses that she should be able to cover on her own. So I wouldn't just cut her off because of that. But in regards to the guy, you know, he was in jail or prison for killing somebody for drunk driving. And like you said, Kevin, he was let out on a technicality. So should he even be out at this point if that technicality wasn't there? And not to mention the restitution that he has to pay, the probation. He's not supposed to be drinking while he's on probation. 
Right. So there's a lot of things to consider there, you know, because he's still not following what he's supposed to be following. And does he have remorse, enough remorse for the situation to say, you know what, I took somebody's life because of this. Maybe I shouldn't do it. And that's something that they need to educate their daughter on so she can see this is not just a simple this man was in prison type of thing because of this situation. This is a lifelong thing that's going to be hanging over his head forever and if she chooses to stay with him it's going to be over hers as well because it's a financial thing also Mm. it's a black cloud but i love him yeah uh one text says uh i think he's just using her for a designated driver well it's uh, the whole thing's weird the whole thing's weird and Mm -hmm. it's a bad energy to have in your family it just is Another uh, text said, I'm a recovering alcoholic, and uh, this guy sounds like he's headed for trouble. If he has changed and found religion and still drinking after getting into a DUI crash and has not learned from that, he probably has a problem. If he didn't have an issue with alcohol, he could take it or leave it. So ask him not to drink in your presence and one and done deal if your daughter is getting into a car with him. If he can still drive. If it's their house, they have every right to say, you can't drink in my house. Mm Mm-hmm. Then they're just not going to come over. It sounds like he is going to do but, what he wants. But then, then you just allow bad behavior to just rule your world. Well, you you got to make a stance at some point, right? You got to get a little tough. And I don't know. She's nineteen. I get that she's she's your child. But we got to also not allow this guy to just come in here, drink his beer, and be afraid we're going to upset the world i.e. the daughter we can't mm-hmm. just let hell come through the house well and it may not have to be something where you're trying to lean in and you're going to threaten with taking the money away you might just start with a basic conversation with your daughter saying hey we understand what his circumstance is but he knocked down five beers in front of us and it, it makes us a little uncomfortable we don't like situation. it yeah. we get to control the vibe in our own house and he brings a bad vibe mm-hmm. yeah so you can you know, there are ways you can do it maybe without having to, because that's a, it's a pretty negative move when you're going to strip away somebody's money. It's a way of crippling them and letting them know who's in charge and trying to show that, no, I still have the power over your life. And this is a person that's 19. They want to feel like they have some power. And I know. Ultimately, I would say if you want to have power, make your own money. But you never know what circumstance she's in. If she is yeah. a student, maybe she's just not there yet. This guy can't really, he's not in a position of pushback. You killed somebody. You're not, you're not, this guy can't be making demands like a terrorist. And it feels like a weird energy because I think most of us realize, man, if we ever had had that happen, it it would be life changing. The last thing I'd think I'd ever want to see would be an alcoholic beverage. And you'd be like, my gosh, man, it would just, hopefully you're consumed with guilt. He's obviously not. (laughs) No. Yeah. It's hard to feel guilty when you get your buzz on. He bounced back pretty quick. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I, I, I can get why they're having these thoughts, but it's a tough move to make honestly unless my kid were using the money i was giving them for drugs or something like that that was really affecting their life i I don't know how much i would try to cut it all off kvj if somebody's done you wrong it's time for you to sing along and call them out call them out call them out you gotta call them out call them out call them out it's time to call them out all right who do you need to call out and for what here today got some uh, bad behavior let us know about it uh, one text here says, I'm calling out Virginia. She tries to sound overly Louisiana at times, and we all know it's fake. Stop making yourself extra Cajun. It's annoying. What do you mean, Kev? 
Is it on Netflix? <laughs> Much like my personalities, I'm all over the place, and there's multiple of me. When the, the raging Cajun gets a little, you know, upset, she might get feisty, a little more <laughs> Cajun. It just comes out, yeah. <laughs> I think that happens to a lot of people. I'm all over the place. Sometimes I will sound like real hillbilly, and then sometimes I'll sound New Orleans. I don't know what to tell you. I got multiple personality disorder. I know what's deep, but I know what's your. I know your real self. You are. You're kind of a hillbilly. That's your. She, she's all fake with the the, 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 the posh and the Tequesta and the mm-hmm. Palm Beach. She's a little bit more hillbilly than anything. She's a hillbilly at, to the to the root. That's what you. And I love it. I respect it. I'm a renegade trying to be fake fake fancy. <laughs> Exactly. You see through my act. Yeah, at the end of the day, ain't nothing but a, ain't nothing but a redneck. <laughs> Trailer trash. Got another uh, call about somebody said some Boca POS in a Tesla sideswiped my daughter's car and took off. They sent oh, a photo in of it. Oh, dang. And they took off. Dang. Yeah, that's, man, that's just typical. I'm telling you, just driving in South Florida is nasty and, and that. I'll, I'll tell you, it's, it's a coin flip for me between Boca and Miami. I think Miami's just crazy because of the number of cars, and Boca is just crazy because of the people behind the You're wheel right. and the cars. You're right. That stinks, too. I told you all about my boy Bigfoot. He got a hit on it when he was on his moped, and then yeah. he didn't call the cops. They they exchanged numbers and all that. The guy he got into the accident with, completely MIA. Can't find him, nothing. Happens a lot. You got to call the cops. Yeah. Wow. Happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Somebody else said, somebody came in my front yard and stole my children's basketball goal. This is freaking ridiculous. It was cemented into the ground, and they dug out the cement and hacked it away and drove off with it. That has to take like 30 minutes, right? It's unreal. I've never seen anything (laughs) like that. A cemented-in basketball goal they took. That's a to-do. That is a to-do. You might need like a jackhammer. That's crazy. It's loud. It's long. And it's the kids' basketball hoop. I mean, come on. It's a special hot room in hell for you. That's crazy, isn't it? And the neighbors didn't see anything odd going on? Again. I saw the most infuriating next door post about a, a robbery that happened up by me in North Jupiter. Somebody took this special needs kid's bike. It was like a special tricycle. It's the only thing that this special needs kid can ride. They stole his bike. I mean, you are a dirt bag. You just hope there's a camera around somewhere. Cameras are everywhere, and it may take investigators a minute to piece it together, but you hope they find that. You really do. It's in a neighborhood. That's where it was stolen from. I mean, you would think that if you take a basketball goal, somebody will see that on their next door or their uh, camera Driving through the neighborhood with a giant basketball goal hanging out of your truck. But again, I, I asked the question, neighbors, uh, a little help? Yeah. S- see something, say something? Where were your neighbors? <laughs> Gosh. I uh, got a couple more call outs here. This says, I want to call it the waiter who spilled hot clam chowder on my toddler's head. Oh. And he gave the weakest apology. My wife wants to sue the restaurant for negligence. Hot clam chowder on a baby. <laughs> that is awful. What was his weak apology? I don't know. Apparently, uh, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, I'm high. Wow, that would be very upsetting if that was your baby. Yeah, I guess they're thinking you got to, you know, really, if you're going to spill hot soup on a baby's head, you got to go all in. How does that work when it comes to a legal kind of a thing? Can you sue the restaurant for that? I think you can. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, really, the way that it goes, if there's any kind of harm, you know, it meant or not. Uh, and I mean, you'll be able to take that. take baby to the pediatrician and be able to like you know 
get a, a real doctor to sign off on whatever you think the baby had to like go through. Well, then the emotional distress, not only for the baby, for the family. I got to add another, you know, three hundred thou. This baby might have his college fund taken care of. <laughs> yeah, might. <laughs> it's a big chain of a place. Mm. You imagine mm. that when you get older, you're like, well, yeah, when you're a kid, somebody spilled soup on you. You're like, okay, that's why we're rich now, right? <laughs> Can somebody spill soup on my kid? I would take. I would absolutely. If I could go back to being toddler Jaybird, I'd say you take some hot chowder in the face. Take the chowder. <laughs> Throw some disc in there, make yeah. it real hot. If it's going to help my family out in the future, soup it up. Soup there it is. College was expensive. Yeah. So expensive. <laughs> uh, someone else said, I need to call out my ex-husband. He just got arrested for supplying drugs and alcohol to an 18-year-old prostitute. Oh, no. He's going to jail, and our 16-year-old son is devastated because he's getting teased at school about it. Oh, my gosh. That's a rough one. That's not a good look. You might have to switch schools. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? You got to switch schools because your dad did something sucky. It is, but you are going to be ribbed. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there were any signs of him milling around with prostitutes, or did it, this has come out of the blue, which I think would be worse. Thank God it's your ex-husband. That's good. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's kind of messed up. If someone's already, you know, you already know they're kind of shady, you go, all right, I'm not shocked. But then if this happened to a Kevin Ralston, you go, oh my oh gosh. Oh my God. What was he what? doing? Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Even if someone was shady, this is a different level of shady. Giving drugs to a prostitute that's underage? Oh. Yeah, you think you're shocked. Imagine how shocked I'd be. Yeah. Wait, I did what? I did what? Wait, what did I do? It doesn't sound like me. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> the KVJ Show. All right, a few more call them out. Uh, this is a good thing out there for everybody to be aware of. Somebody wants to call the food delivery non-tippers, especially when there's bad weather. You don't have your porch light on. You got dogs out there trying to attack me, trying to get through all this kind of stuff. Get into your gated community, and then you don't give me any tip. That is a... Uh punk move mm-hmm. come on especially if you make the driver jump through hoops like your gated community and he's dodging dogs yeah they said too that 99.9 percent of the people who say they would tip after never do so yeah they have that option. Start tipping. they have that option yeah that's rough uh somebody else too is calling out their son's baseball coach get him yeah, not all, just two. One of the assistant coaches and the head coach who keeps him. The assistant coach is well-known, well-documented for his racism. My son Ooh. plays for a smaller D2 in a rural area in another state, and the assistant coach makes racist remarks and jokes constantly to the team's few minorities. Uh, My son's ugh. the only mixed player, and they only have two other black players, and all three put their one Mexican player, uh, the only ones who the coach rides, makes them clean up after practice. And uh, take out the garbage and things like that. I think you can go to the administration and complain at this point. Come on now. This is enough infractions that somebody's got to step up and fire this guy. Billion percent. It's you you got to say something. You got to say something. Go I, I above him. Go above him. Mm-hmm. You don't just stand by and let that happen. You don't. And the school will take it serious. Yeah. Said uh, they have bi monthly meetings, and when the Mexican player comes in the coach will put a sombrero on oh that's disgusting to talk to him yeah you got to go say something and bring the evidence and say look you either fire the guy or i'm taking it to tiktok that'll scare the bejesus out of him it's just it really just so blows my mind that some people are still just so blatantly racist 
uh, with some things. It's and they, disgusting. And they said the other uh, black players, he makes them hold a Confederate flag and take a photo with it. This what? guy needs <laughs> to lose his job well, if, if this immediately. Is, if this is really going on, this is. there's no way this would ever be allowed. So you you got to report this. Take the pictures. Take, get video of this. Take it to administration. Call for his job or say, we're going to take this to the news. Yeah. The news would love this story. I'm all about anybody who's like that getting called out because, yeah, it is unfortunate that there are still people that do this kind of stuff and it's it's sick. We have to cancel them. For. This is this is the cancelable offense. Nobody's sta- no one's saying anything. This is some pretty pretty bad infractions and no one's saying anything. Yeah, and that's that's a lesson too that a lot of us can learn even if you're not the victim of racism, you can step up and let somebody know that hey, uh, we may be the same race, but I'm not. I'm not putting up with this. You have to. You have to call out bad behavior. When you see it, you call it out. You don't let this guy get away with this. I wish they would let us know. We won't say it, but let us know on a personal level. What school is this? Are you able to text that in, mm-hmm. please? I'd like to. And. This needs to be step one of going to administration and calling this coach out. This is not something that you can just sit and let happen. Your kids are watching you. These young people are watching you as the grown-up in this situation. What are you going to do to show your kids how to stand up for what's right? Some people are email or, or in the chat room saying, this does not sound real. This sounds made up. We're just reading. Is, did someone text this in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, That's a, why we're, we're yeah, asking for I mean, details. I, I, can't, I can't say. I mean, I don't have time to vet. You know the whole thing, but because we do get catfished a lot. Well, and if you're making something up like this, that's bad too. Oh, no doubt. That's bad. So you know, you know, see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we just we we get them in here, and that's just what it says. I mean, let's call them out. We're like anchor man. We'll read whatever you put in front of us. If this is really going on, this to me is a slam dunk, easy thing to shut down and get everybody in trouble. Yeah, amen. I just, I, let's get that done now. And if this is fake. That's not cool either. Yeah, there's nothing subtle in the charges that you're bringing against this person. Uh, I'm getting called out on the ATS. I talked about how Cocaine Bear was dropping on Peacock. and I had uh, thought that maybe it was just the documentary about the story behind the Cocaine Bear. Apparently it was both. Uh, so I'm glad that it was. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't sure because I'd seen that Cocaine Bear was going to be on Peacock, and I saw that they were dropping a documentary and thought I was confused. But apparently it was both. So I'm glad it okay. was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harold is on here from Miami with a call him out. Uh, it's something called Operation Milk, Harold? Yes, yes. Not like uh, Denny's first heard. Operation Smoke and then Operation Milk. <laughs> yes, okay. So this is what, over a million dollars worth of milk has been stolen over the year in Miami? Correct. It's, uh, I guess uh, it was uh, like four or five delivery guys and a guy that I used to uh, work dispatch. I guess he's the one that says, okay, this truck needs this amount of milk. I guess he will put extra on, on, a, on a couple of trucks. And then those drivers will go out, meet with somebody else, and they will transfer that that milk, that extra milk, to another truck, and then sell it on the black market. Wow! And I think uh, the, the funny thing is, one of those guys I know. So it's, really? it's funny. I was, I was scrolling through Instagram or something like that, and I see I see I see his face. I go, no, it can't be. Then I, I I googled it, and I saw I saw my my old friend's face. I go, oh man, this guy. So you know the the, the bandit. Now. You know him. 
I I know one of them because oh. there was a, a group of like five five or six guys wow. that, that were doing doing it all. What a and weird scam! Like over, almost a million and one point two million or the two years that they were being investigated. Dang! Who'd ever thought that there was like a black market milk? I mean, would you ever want to buy your milk on the black market? <laughs> no, but <laughs> the snack market. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was desperate enough, inflation is kicking all of our butts. Wow. Well, obviously, they sold it to stores, to stores that, you know, would sell it to, to our, the consumer in a sense. So it's not, okay. not looking big. You, you so probably, you wouldn't you even know. Milk, stolen milk. Yep, you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't know if you bought it. Wow. wow. There's so many weird little scams going on. It makes you want to produce your own milk, doesn't it? Yeah, I would have known. Thank you, Harold. I would have known there's a Operation Milk going on here. I did at one point. Remember when I was breastfeeding Magnolia and Rocco? I squirted Kevin in the back of the neck. Well, me and Kevin have the, those capabilities. We have to buy a cow. <laughs> 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 and uh, somebody say, I'm calling out the uh, jerk I saw stealing a bottle of orange juice at the Dunkin' Donuts off of uh, North Lake and Military. Cheap bastard. Dude, just become a Didi Perks member. You get discounts and all kind of all kind of deals galore, my friend. Some of those Dunkins, I, I think they need to move the drinks behind the counter because maybe you can talk to them since you do the account. It is set up for thievery. Yeah. Because it's like a door where you serve yourself and... I don't know. People can't be trusted. When we do one of those Zoom calls where there's nine or ten other radio markets on, I'll bring that up in front of everybody and see what everyone thinks. Yeah. It seems like a good time to bring that. Hey, guys, here's what you're doing wrong. I'm going to spitball something. <laughs> what do you guys think? It was Virginia's idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, any other uh, call abouts, you can always send us an email as well. Mail at kvjshow.com. Ow! Dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha ha, it's the whacked out news. So many people are meth. Ow! Kind of a cool story. Members of a semi pro football team came to the rescue of the St. Lucie County Fire District. The Fort Pierce Bengals players collectively used their strength to push out a stuck rescue truck. The ambulance uh, got stuck, I guess, maybe in the mud that uh, we have had. And uh, a bunch of big old hulking football players stepped on in and pushed it out of the mud and got Aww, it going again. That's awesome. That, that could be a good TikTok video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. R15 had responded to a local field to work on a Bengal player who was uh, injured playing the Broward Outlaws. Ooh, Fort Pierce Bengals, Broward Outlaws. A uh, backup rescue was dispatched after it appeared the truck was inoperable, but the stuck truck was freed. In case you're wondering, the Bengals won the game 29-22. The injured player had broken his leg. So that sounds uh, painful, but here's the uh, guys freeing the EMS. Gosh, it sounds like they're being tortured. That sounds like zombies, it dog. Does. <laughs> oh my god. Brains. <laughs> terrifying sound. <laughs> my goodness. Wow. There's a uh, 50-year-old woman in Spain that just spent 500 days living alone in a cave 230 feet underground with no human contact, and she says she loved it. 
Some people are built for this. You ever see that show Alone where they go out in the woods for, I mean, months on end? It's, mm. it's, a, it's a competition, and who's ever the last person standing wins a lot of money. Okay. But if you're alone, you're, you're in solitude, and that's usually what makes people break is the loneliness of not being around anybody. I couldn't do that. Yeah, could just, you? Yeah, I think I could. Could you? It would be the the hunting would be my tough part. I think you've been preparing your whole life for this, Walls. I think I'm ready. Yeah. I just can't hunt. <laughs> <laughs> you can find like like berries and stuff. There, like, there's there's two ways you could, you could be one of the, the plant people that finds the berries or the hunter. You could be like eating leaves. Oh, this, this berry's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he ate the poison berry. This uh, whole thing was an experiment to study our internal clock and how we react to extreme isolation. She went in November 20th of 2021 and just came out on Friday. Dang, girl. She was 48 when she started and celebrated two birthdays in there, but she didn't actually know it was even her birthday because she didn't have clocks or a calendar. And she stopped trying to keep track after about day 65. That would mess with my mind, too, not knowing any any kind of concept of time, really, at that point. I would go yeah. bat poop crazy. Now, let's say the Kevin Ralston wasn't married, didn't have kids. Could you do something like that? And if you couldn't do that, how long could you go without people around you? I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to miss out on life. You're you're pausing life. You're not getting any younger, either. You're just down in that cave aging by yourself. But if you had to, could you be in solitude? At, I mean, in a survival mode, would you be able to be able to get through it or is that what would break you you think i like people yeah, yeah. I, I i would think after probably about 10 days i'd i, I just uh, boredom man that's crazy it does become that's what always happens though it's it's the loneliness that gets them a lot of times they're, they're able to still hunt and feed I feel like you would be best suited out of all of us for this but i would have to have an end game to it knowing oh i'm gonna get to talk to the guys when i get back if you're just out there doing it for no reason, that's that's when it becomes crazy. What if you come out of the cave and then you learn that me and Kevin died? Oh my gosh. Yeah, right. I guess you would have died too had you been with us, but me and Kevin died in a fiery car crash. Dang, it's the dirty hippies show then. I think we got, we got to keep it going with Denny's. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what happens. Denny's got a baby to feed. <laughs> we got to yeah. keep it going. You got to keep it going. <laughs> like it or not, Kevin, they're moving on without yeah, us. Yeah, well, they got to, you know, it's just life. And we're going to be doing the dirt of the J. <laughs> <laughs> she thought she was only in for about 170 days, and she was actually kind of sad when it was all over. She was sad? She's built on a different... She wanted to go back in the hole? She She's built differently than yeah. most people. Uh, she told them not to contact her, even if there was a death in the family. Dang. She did have a panic button, but she says she never even once felt the urge to push it. She did have to come out for eight days once when a router had to be fixed. She uh, stayed oh, she in the She had the internet? Alone. Yeah, it sounds like she did. And oh. eight day, by the way, if you are taking out of the experiment and you have eight days off, that is a major reset. Yeah. yeah. Major reset. We don't give her credit for anything after the eight days. Agreed. She didn't take credit for it. She stayed in a tent alone, never talked to anybody in those eight days, um, and said they didn't count towards the 500. They sent food down to her, and she sent her waste back up. That does not sound like a fair trade uh, to me. Waste. And, and she never showered the entire time. Is she single? Wow. She pooed in a bucket and 
sent it up? <laughs> At that point, you're all by yourself. You've just accepted you're the grossest person on the planet. And who do you rope in to be on the other end of the bucket? Yes, it was a crew she Nobody had. likes me that much. Send in the rookie. No. <laughs> Suits, you got to work the bucket. Yeah, whoever is the newest person <laughs> on the team has to. Is no way to go. To she uh, didn't have TV. She couldn't read the news. So she's being filled on everything that she missed out on, including the war in Ukraine, the death of Queen Elizabeth, the slap at the Oscars. Remember that? That's what happened to Jared Leto. He was out on some kind of weird retreat. When he, COVID hit. And he comes back and like, what the hell? Is a Why pandemic? is the world on lockdown? Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty freaky. She said she did a lot of drawing, knitting, exercising, and she read about 60 books. Huh. She also planned to write a book, but she says she didn't have enough time to finish it. What? She basically didn't talk the entire time, so conversations now are kind of tough for her trying to get back into that groove. But the first thing she asked when she climbed out was who wanted to buy her a beer? Oh, okay. She had a. T- you need to be buying a beer for the Dookie Bucket guy. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, honestly, if anybody needs a beer, get that person. That's what uh, needs a beer. You don't get a damn beer. A handle of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting nothing and like it. You know, she was thinking about that open that opening line the whole time. Oh yeah. Uh, I got. Oh, give me a beer. Give me a beer. Ah, cha cha cha. There's a parody site that is called RentAHitMan.com. It went live back in 2005. But then emails started coming in from people who really thought that it was a real site where you could rent a hitman, and now they've actually busted a bunch of people. The latest is a 21-year-old guy in Tennessee who asked if they were hiring and submitted his resume. Oh, my. He's a member of the Air National Guard, and they were asking him questions about, like, okay, how much it would take? Would he be okay working for $2,500? Would he be able to take a trophy, like an ear or a finger? Oh, my gosh. They finally arrested him last week after agreeing to kill somebody and accepting $5,000 from an undercover FBI agent. This is crazy. But that this guy is really stupid. Yeah, he really I mean, kind of is. Yeah. You don't go online and write all that out. Who was the what was the lady's name that did that the hiring down here in Palm Beach County? Dahlia DiPolito. I don't know if you guys have ever seen her. Oh, we've inter- seen it. The, the, the full interrogation. Oh, yeah. Where she's still trying to act like she had nothing to do. Totally. Yeah. I'm like, we, it's terrible on, actress. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. It's on film. Yeah. They got her so many angles saying all that. But there, there's a there's a video, there's a, a an audio recording of him and her talking after. He's like, Look, you, you tried to have me killed. I saw the video. But she's like, you're still alive, aren't you? Oh, uh, talk about some <laughs> gaslighting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. You're still alive. Wow. Murder for hire plot. And then he, he, he was trying to be cool with her mother after. He's like, I'll take care of your mother. He was still cool with the wow. mom. Dang. It's impressive. Talk about a doormat. <laughs> Get it together, dude. Cut her off. Cut the mama off. You can't have nothing to do with at, them. At least that's what I heard in the phone call part that I was listening to. And this is kind of wacky. In South Carolina last Wednesday, they have a pick three lotto where you just pick out three numbers. Sounds like somebody forgot to shuffle because on Wednesday, the numbers were 111, and on Thursday, it was 222. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. You had one job, Ralph. I mean, come on, dude. You got to shuffle the deck. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Come on, Ralph. Ralph. Ralph, get it yeah. together. All right, coming up in a couple of minutes, we got a round of Think Fast. See if you can get your uh, brain going here on a Monday morning next. The KVJ Show. Think Fast. Think Fast.
first, you might as well be last things first. All right, let's see if you are awake here on this Monday morning. Virginia, Jaybird, and Denny's all competing here. Okay. Bird looking yes. nimble here on this fine Monday. <laughs> That's nimble. <laughs> Did you uh, get beaten in an alley this weekend? <laughs> I got mugged again. Again. You walk like you've just went three rounds with Mike Tyson. Good reference. <laughs> 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 all right, let's see how you're all doing here. Whoever can come up with a sensible answer. The fastest gets the point. First up, a body of water that starts with the letter C. Canal. I'll take that. Oh. I'm so far off. I was trying to think of a name. I was too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing great. Oh, man. God, so, sound... off to a smashing start. You sound so smart. <laughs> okay, how about a TV show that starts with the letter M? Malcolm in the Middle. No! Oh. Okay. Oh. Right, I'm standing. Oh, but you're back. Oh, let's, let's give, give me a minute. <laughs> I'm sitting. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting. sitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Virginia with one, Denny's with one. Think fast. A breed of dog that starts with the letter G. Golden Retriever. No, no, I had no teeth. I had terrier locked. Oh. What do you call it if a retriever and a wiener dog have a baby? I don't know. What do you call it? A wiener retriever, just like your mom. Oh man! I saw that joke on TikTok. It made me belly laugh. Me and Kevin's moms are dead, so. (laughs) Cold. Damn. Damn. That turned quick. (laughs) Okay, next up here. It's an animal that starts with the letter B. Beaver. Beaver. Okay, I think Virginia works. She was in first. Would you yell balloon? Baboon? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I had to come up baboon. <laughs> baboon. All right, Virginia's got three. Denny's has one. One more point. Virginia takes the win. No. Has Jaybird been mathematically eliminated? Uh, not oh, yet. Okay. No, 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 he's still He's this. not looking good. <laughs> he didn't want to crush my spirit on a Monday. Not with yeah. a hurt back. No. no. <laughs> okay, it's a character in the Twilight movies whose name starts with the letter E. Edward. What did you say, Denny's? Edward. Suits is giving it to Denny's. Oh, wow. Yeah. And just like that, <laughs> my neck, my back has been eliminated. <laughs> yeah. Man, what a terrible round yes. for this. <laughs> it looked bad. It felt bad. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up. It's a type of tree... That starts with the letter E. Uh, <laughs> we're not taking elk. I was going to say elk. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were. Evernia. Oh, Evernia. He's right. I didn't yeah, fully say elk, by the way. I started to. Isn't there an elm tree? There is an that's, elm. That, that, yeah, there's the an elm. To think of. Not Gosh, an elk. I would have got that point. <laughs> Dang it. Just cut you out one too, too soon. Isn't that always the way? All right, it's tied. Next point wins between Virginia and Denny's. A kind of glassware that starts with the letter C. Crockpot. Crock. Oh! 
crock. You can't have a glass crock pot. Crock? And then there's glass? Isn't that Champagne called? flute. Isn't that called a crock? That, that glass thing that you bake things in? Mm-hmm. Cookie jar. All right, I'll... I'll, I'll I'll, that one's sloppy. I'll, 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 I was thinking crystal, but oh, uh, crystal. All right, yeah, so all right, how about this? A part of your body that starts with the letter C. Jen. Oh, Denny's. I think Virginia just got it and takes the W. Oh, evil wins a game. In oh, your she's... face, you little dirty hippies. Oh, oh, the limping so dirty hippies. Not a way to start off on Monday, Denny. Uh, yep. <laughs> They say that uh, researchers are developing new AI technology that can detect whether a person has a cold or not based on the sound of their voice. Really? Yes. It can run through it, and it would let you know if they're faking or not, and it would help (laughs) employers know an employee is not being truthful about being ill. They say the research aims to identify illness over the phone to help prevent the spread of viruses so that somebody could tell. So if somebody's calling and be like, yeah, I don't feel great, but I think I'm going to come in, the voice analysis would say, no, you are contagious and stay put. Well, the key too with the problem what people do with the sick voice, they go too sick with the voice. If they're, uh, Kevin, I can't make it. They go, it's too over the top. There's a fine line and a real art to doing sick voice. You think you do a really good sick voice? I think I do. Okay. All right. I'm going to put it to the test here. I want to see it. We need people who are sick and people who are not who want to fake it. <laughs> <laughs> Denny's can tell if you're sick. It's the new game. We, we don't have the technology, but yeah, we want to see. Can we tell if you're faking your sick voice or not? 877-979-WRMF. The KVJ Show.